Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. a funny joke <laughs> i'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall <laughs> shut up and sit down last time on the show kinds of vaccines throughout throughout the decades I don't, I don't know, but I do not believe in my heart of hearts that there was giant swaths of people going, well, the FDA hasn't approved it yet, so I'm not taking it, and neither is my kid. Look no, at him. He loves the new wheelchair. Kid. He loves the new wheelchair. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding? Little Jimmy's dying for an iron lung. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh. Over the yeah, that's becoming a hot, uh. <laughs> Yeah, the the old uh, ball and chain upstairs just brought brought that up to me. She goes, "How do you feel about you know people being mandated to take the vaccine?" And you know, I've said it before on the show, but like, okay, <laughs> I I don't I I understand that kind of sucks, like the government making you do something, but that's kind of what happens anyways. MMR vaccines, you know, everything that you already have in your body. Well, it's also it wasn't mandated at the time because everybody was socially responsible enough to just fucking do it. Yeah, but like the thing is, is this this selective amnesia, I like to call it, where mm. like, you know, when you when I signed my son up for daycare, I had to provide his immunizations when I had to sign my daughter up for school. I had to supply her immunizations and there were certain right. immunizations that if she didn't get them, she's not allowed to go to school. Right. That's that's how that works there for some job uh, jobs already. They have certain yeah. immunizations. If you want to leave the country, some countries require you to get. Absolutely. Yeah, I had to do. I remember uh, even going to college. Uh, you guys probably remember you had to get uh, not was not meningitis. What was it? Was it meningitis? I remember. No, well, no. that too. I think we always had the MMR. As a kid, you had the MMR. Oh, okay. But right before you went to, there was a, there was a, a, like a, I think it was the kissing disease. I don't, I don't remember. I, I mean, I, I remember. I think it's meningitis. I remember what you mean. I just don't remember what it was called. I had to go into the county building in some random place and they fucking stuck me with a needle. And I didn't fucking question it. You know why? Because I trust science and doctors. Are they perfect? No. But for the most part, it was like, okay, get the shot or you can't go to college. Okay. I wasn't waving my American flag around and grabbing well, my nuts. But Dan, that's the selective amnesia. <clears throat> yeah. People Whereas people forget, like, literally everything they're angry about. about you know, and then a store says, no shirt, no shoes, no business. And you say, oh, no okay. Yeah. You say, oh, okay, that's fine. Vaccines. Right. No, no, that's that's not good. Um. But who's here, Dan? Who's here today? His name is Joe Harris. Joe, just, we're so glad to what have you back. Your shirt just says American on it. And because you're wearing a shirt that says American right across the top, I'm going to assume you're not vaccinated. Um, actually, I am. He almost spit out his drink. Embarrassingly enough. 
Uh, oh, that is embarrassing. Did you now? Did you have to get vaccinated to go to your new school? Um. Yeah, but I mean, I was going to get vaccinated anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I want to know then, just real quick. I don't want to spend too much time on this. We got a lot to talk about today. But uh, you know, people are talking about these reasons, these reasons, these reasons. You know, why did? What was your reason for going to get vaccinated? Um, I'm not an ignorant piece of shit. Okay, see, that's the only right answer. That is yeah. the only right answer. I would not have accepted any other answer. Okay. Exactly. That that's what I needed. So, yeah, thank you. Um, well, I mean, I'm sorry. It's because I'm a sheep. Oh, and <laughs> that's right. Is it- mind of my own. Um, yeah. Well, here he is, folks. This is Joe Harris coming to you from the Ohio State University. You've just now, been Joe, wanting to say that. You have, that's all you wanted to do. You've said it so Ohio, many yes. times. The. Now, what's interesting, <laughs> Joe, we want to have you on the show because this is this is your first time going away to college that's like away away. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've you've been uh, And you're almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, Joe's been to a myriad of schools locally, but now yes. he's he's he's, he's actually never, I have never lived this far away. Yeah. 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 So uh, what's it like there, Joe? Um, now I've only been here a month. Uh, it's actually, it was a month yesterday, but I'm, I'm noticing like the Seinfeld thing so far, just the little things, many of which irritate me. And also, can you be more specific? Yeah, I what's, know what that's I, I'd, I'd be happy to, I'd yeah. love to know. Well, first of all, this is not uncommon, but it's an annoying thing that I've run into so far. So when you move to Ohio, you're technically supposed to uh, get an Ohio state issued driver's license within 30 days. Like that's not that crazy, but one thing that's annoying is, well, hold on. What? Yeah. You're a fucking college student. Exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to follow the rules, Dan. I'm a sheep. Like I said, so I just let them prick me with whatever needles they present me with when I show up and get whatever, you know, documentation they tell me to No, So I, I was like, all right, well, that might not be a bad idea, the Ohio State um, license. And I have a, a BMV um, right, like, walking distance from my apartment. So I went there to, you know, I don't, I didn't come here to get in trouble. Uh-huh. And I show up with my current New York valid driver's license, which yeah. you would think right there would hopefully be enough. I'm just yeah, my license. Right. Um, I have proof of residency, you know, and a utility bill, and I have my social security card and I wait in the heat. It's been really hot here, actually. Um, I'm sitting, I have to wait outside because of all the COVID stuff and I'm sitting outside in the sun waiting. They just keep calling the same numbers over and over again. I'm waiting like uh, 40 minutes. Now that's the same as stealing. Sorry. That's a, it's a quote from the the mask. It's not a movie. (laughs) um yeah so i'm waiting like all afternoon out there i get in there and present the girl with all this stuff and i'm i'm like yeah i just moved here and i you know i need to transfer my license and so i give her everything and she's filling stuff out and she's like now do you have a passport or your birth certificate and i was like with me and she's like yes and i was like uh no and she's like yeah you need that you need your birth certificate and i was like 
I need my birth certificate to transfer my valid license. And she's like, yes. Yeah. So I just grabbed my stuff and left them like, well, I have a New York state driver's license from now on. Sorry, everybody. I have a, yeah. you know, up to date registration and insurance. Like I, I now, like said, I'm just a college student. So. Joe, who told you that you needed to transfer your license and, and get a, in Ohio state license. Um, it, it said that somewhere online about like things to know when you're moving wherever. Um, yeah, but you're not moving there. Technically you're just going to school there. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I live in an apartment and I, I signed a lease and everything. I, I don't live in like on campus housing, but, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm just a student. I'm fine. I, I'm not going to get in trouble. Or Do you have a roommate? I, yeah. No. And if a cop pulls you um, over, I have a four legged roommate. Nice. She's the boss of me. Yeah. Nice. Dude, if, if a cop pulls you over, I would just say, yeah, this is the story, man. Yeah. I'm just going to reach for my glove box quickly to pull oh, out. With, with very jerky motions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a question for you. So you're. Well, I'm more of a statement, maybe, you know, you're first of all, you're single, right? I sure am. OK, you're a good looking guy. I like the cut of your jib. You know, as some people <laughs> like to say, I like the cut of your jib. Um, you're very intelligent. You're going to school. You have a dog, you have an apartment. So like, you know, something and you're in college. So I'm thinking one of the things I like doing most is banging whores. You know, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> you know, uh, is this, uh, and uh, you know, what's going on, it's, man? That's I mean, a double playground at, out there at the risk of sounding like a complete D bag. Yeah, but I mean, being uh, like obviously, everybody who listens to your show remembers me, right? Obviously. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm the favored guest. I mean, we get emails requesting you constantly. So, like being a former grave digger, and with COVID and everything, and just like living out, you know, in the sticks. And Once handling. a grave digger, always a grave digger. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, coming here, like a college this big. And being immediately surrounded by attractive women. It's a lot been, of them, too. How I'm many students gonna, at Ohio State? Oh, I, I don't even know the number. It's, I'm going to throw out a number. I'm going to say 40,000. Uh, that could be way up. off. I heard a number today from a fellow student, but I think it was an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's been refreshing. We'll get our assistant to look it up. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of attractive women around here. Jeez, mm -hmm. Louise. So you are just like, an eligible bachelor. You know, you've got the distinguished and, grays. And um, again, like not to sound totally ignorant uh, and uh, yeah, but a lot of the other men in my in my program. I wow, you're very close. Forty six nine. <laughs> 46,984. Somebody just actually, I think it was this morning, threw out uh, 50,000. It was a student, but right. So she wasn't too far off. Anyways, um, so. Oh my God. That's at least 25,000 females if we're dude, ballparking, it, right? And it's probably I more. Swear, I swear all of them are either cute girls in scrubs because of where I, you know, where I go to class and yeah, I'm at the college of medicine. Okay. And, uh, or they're like girls in sports bras and short shorts, you know, it, it's yeah. like, wow. I'm just uh, why like, overdressed really though. That's Dude, what I used to like, wear. 
<laughs> it's been like nine in their defense it's been like 90 degrees like every day yeah that's just... what i need to wear now is a sports bra. really get the <laughs> yeah me too because i don't know what the kids wear nowadays i'm trying right. to fit in. right but that's... yeah and incidentally there's nothing wrong with this i like i literally like pretty much every person i've met especially in my cohort yeah but it just coincidentally there happened to be a lot of gay men in my uh you know with like within my major and related just, oh interesting it's, it's just so it's probably just a complete coincidence but it's definitely within my little area we'll get to your major in a second but i want to yeah. know something you said it's been hot there you've been there a month yeah you're a runner have you been running around shirtless <laughs> i have actually only been running a couple of times uh because i'm like settling in and studying uh -huh. a lot and but I'm, I'm settling in and I'm starting to get back into the normal everyday groove of things. So, yeah, I'll show up. This is what you got to do. It, it, it won't be weird at all. You get a couple of post-it notes with your number on it and name. And you go running shirtless. And sometimes they fall out of your pocket. Yeah. Or it's an awful, who knows? awful I could, idea. Uh, write it on, I, I prefer to write it on a rock. Um, and they, they fall out of my pockets at very high velocity. Wow. Uh, Freaking, no, you got to do um, the old-fashioned trick. You, you, you're you jogging, you run up next to them, and a couple of Magnum condoms fall out of your pocket. And you're like, oops. <laughs> Whoops. All right, oops. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So she we sees do. I have a gigantic dong. <laughs> anyway, um, so, okay, so you're there to study what, Joe? Yeah, what are you studying? Anatomy. I am an, an anatomy Ooh. major. No, but outside of extracurricular Ooh. stuff, what are you there to study? <laughs> no, that's it. That's yeah, that's the answer. So the, that's your major is anatomy. Yes. And it what is it, is it a master's or or a doctorate, Joe? I am currently in the master's program. Um, I plan on going on to uh, to a doctoral degree, but okay, it's. I still have a lot of, um, a lot of figuring out to do with as far as all that because you really have to narrow yourself into a super specific place and find a lab to do research in and find the right faculty to become affiliated with and stuff. So right, right now I'm just trying to like, you know, pass exams. Yeah. So so, so the grave digger. Yeah. The grave digger. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Becomes like, an anatomy uh master's degree student this just seems too perfect like you just Not dealt weird. with dead bodies for a long time i'm or, I'm or the hole that they go in let's right. be honest you've I kind of worked backwards have you ever fucked one of the dead bodies <laughs> <laughs> just tell me right now this no, is a safe place i'm just a grave digger man it's all been fantasy so far that's mm. why i had to move in to where the action is so you know right now we're um we're uh, like day one literally uh doing dissections and so you've already dissected a dead body well we have the same we call them donors um because oh. it's a body donation program <laughs> you call them larry this is larry <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> you had two kids uh, died of emphysema wait do you get to name them joe <laughs> like a wait, pet name can you imagine you get attached? can you imagine they're in the middle of class right and joe just instinctively starts digging a hole so like, i saw a body <laughs> Yeah, Joe, come here. Where are you gonna bury this thing? <laughs> Just here. out of curiosity. Yeah, um, 
the donors are are cremated incidentally um oh man but you're gonna bury it uh, though (laughs) it's true cremains are still buried um yeah and we have the same donor all semester which kind of systematically going through like we've done the the back and uh upper limb and is it is it kept in a thing of formaldehyde how does it not just completely they were they were embalmed and um at this point quite often as we're dissecting and like after we're done uh we spray it down to keep things you know from drying wow yeah wow it's very cool Uh, i mean yeah it's either very cool or very disturbing or both well i mean I, you know, you would hope I, I appreciate human anatomy uh, being that at this point, I, I, it's dude, it's a tough major. <laughs> I believe you. Wow. I don't what I don't understand is I don't even like to look at myself in the mirror, let alone <laughs> I gotta, having I got, a body. I got a question about part of my anatomy. Maybe you, you would be more interesting later. to look at if you didn't have skin, Rocco. That's yeah, that's true. Now, what's the dong situation with the what donor? Is this um, is this penis? What's the, is this what? the, the dong situation? Is this, is this junk? It's like this is the things I think about. Like is this you're yeah. like well, I'll because you're, like, you're you have the mind of a thirteen year old. No, so. but like no, no, but like you're you're doing something like for the leg bone or something, right? But uh-huh. it's the upper leg area, which is <laughs> near his peen, and like I would just be like like staring at like glancing. Yeah, definitely. You know, like so. Well, what's that situation like, Joe? Um. I haven't and am not dealing with that situation. And you're a sexist pig for assuming that my donor is a man. That's wild though. Like on a, on a serious note, that's crazy. Like to do to, to, it's crazy to me to cut a human body. Period. I, I mean, I'll tell you day one was odd. Well, the thing is like the nerdy part of you, like, a lot of times you uh, you kind of reveal structures that are really cool and you later on have to either remove them and put them in the tissue bag or destroy them to go further. And you're yeah. like, man, I want to take a picture of this because it's so cool. But of course, like you, you're not supposed to be sharing stuff on social media and, you know, crude stuff like that. So, of course, but I uh, wonder as a serious and honest question. Day one, day 10, day 20, whatever it is, whether or not the cadaver, and I call it cadaver, but you call it a donor. We do sometimes do. It, it, okay. Donors, whether or not it's, name, but it's cut into that. pieces to have group work done, or if there's just everybody at once kind of around the, the, the body. I wonder if there's some sort of protocol with the um, professors or higher ups to look for signs of a serial killer or sadistic qualities where like someone is like maybe trying to steal parts of a body or like way too interested in certain things. Do you know what I mean? No, that's, that's a good question. Um, I haven't even really thought about that, but I mean, you figure at one of these schools at some point that kind of thing had to come up. Yeah, I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. serial killers are very rare. Uh-huh. They're hard. And to the find. amount of students that must go through a program like that, you know, I mean, it would be almost impossible to 
analyze or, or quantify you know do you know how many are. do you know how many active serial killers the fbi says that there are that we just haven't no, how many I, I have to look up the number again, but it's a very high number of active serial killers in the U.S. Well, we'll the amount of people that, that, that go that missing. I wonder how many sedentary, just lazy serial killers there are if there are a bunch of active. Right. <laughs> like curious ones that are, don't have really the motivation to go Bike through riders. with it. But they're like, meh. I mean, I'll take a course at Ohio State. Sure. Yeah. They're, you know? they're the, um, you know, tons of serial killers that, you know, to do their little uh, Zumba classes and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> a bunch out there that just don't get out, you know? Well, yeah. okay. So this is fascinating, but so you're, you're cutting, cutting through bodies, pulling stuff out, like, and you're looking at it and you're like, holy shit, this is like someone's fucking femur. Like you're touching it. Um, yeah. What do you do with a master's and then possibly doctorate in anatomy? What is, what is the end goal? See, that's kind of the tricky part is, um, is that like you tell somebody, yeah, I'm uh, going to grad school. What's your major anatomy? What are you going to use for that? You know, like mm. most people, it's it's kind of an odd major. Yeah. Um, and most people think like, like, okay, anatomy. So, you know, uh, guys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Oh, there you go. And it's like, That's who the fuck what says Rocco that? said earlier. Rocco well, actually, said that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, no, but there, uh, one, it was like our first day of class or something. One of the faculty members, um, told us, he was like, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you know, probably hearing that a lot. And he's like, and maybe you're even kind of wondering like, you know, well, what am I going to do when I graduate? And he was like, mm -hmm. rest assured, like I have people from all over the medical community and academic community coming to me asking me what students I have and I've, if I have anybody and he's like pretty much everybody who goes through our program and completes it lands like a six-figure job almost immediately so it, it, but the thing is I mean you you can go all over the place it's it's anatomy mm. like you can apply it to so many different fields and yeah a lot of it uh in relation to the medical field in one way or another, or just academia. But I mean, there's what I probably will get involved with um, if I go on to a PhD is I would like to do educational research, which is they're doing a lot of research about how you teach medical students and the best way to do it and stuff. And oh, ah. that, that's a whole it's, thing. I would have never thought of that. That's pretty, yeah. that's like, like that's like meta. Yeah, the, the medical community is obviously growing and there are there's a need for anatomy education all over the place. And a lot of times it kind of circles back like, you know, with. I don't want to say like um, poor practice or, or just there are a lot of people who come back and want to they have to start back at anatomy as far as good education goes. It's hard to explain, but um, interesting. So in the, in, for people that are trying to become doctors, this is what we're talking about. Anatomy is something that they tend to have to circle back to. Yeah. Well, like a lot of issues, if it's uh, a professor at a medical school or um, th that's kind of a common one. Mm -hmm. 
who's having problems or somebody who wants to give like a tutorial to their med students and stuff like this, they come to people like us because all of this giant knowledge base, all of it pretty much stems back to anatomy in one way or another. Well, yeah, it's so, like, it's like, that's honestly, true. it's, yeah. it's like this, like our, our subject matter experts at my job know how the software works in and out. So if there are any issues or any demos that I want to give to customers, I am going to go to the subject matter expert and I'm going to get that type of, so, so in essence, Joe, you are going to be, I'm the, the engineer. Subject, you're going to be the most, the subject matter expert. I take for the, the specs. Most, no, I take the specs from the engineer to the customers. So the customers don't have to, I'm a people person. I'm a, <laughs> that's all I hear when he talks, but no. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is in anatomy, you would be the subject matter expert of which folks would go to in order to do these things. Cause you're going to have a de- the very deep understanding of what is the most complex machine in existence. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the other thing is that when we say anatomy, it's not just like, you know, the knee bones connected to the, it's, it's uh, like, for example, my first semester I'm taking like, yeah, I'm taking gross anatomy, which is the, you know, doing a dissection and that's, that's heavy. Like it's, it's very difficult, very intense course. I'm also taking embryology. And next semester, I'll be taking uh, neuroanatomy and histology. And so it's, it's not just like muscles wow. and bones, even though that's a big part of it. And it's extremely complicated and all that. I mean, there's tons of different avenues to go down. But really, in one form or another, it's going to be anatomy as far as the knowledge base and what it relates back to. But yeah, I mean, um, and we can get into as anatomy students, we could end up doing a research in cancer or like I said, education research. But anyways, let's get back to talking about cutting people up. So, yeah. <laughs> no, Dan, you did you a question though. You were, you were asking me about like day one or whatever. You said, were there just a bunch of people standing around? Yeah. Where, is it where, standing where around one body? Is it standing you? around one donor or is it like, here's a leg. Here, guys. Like, yeah, here's a leg. Go do some group work on yeah, the leg. Like, Come back. No, it's a, it's a still a whole piece, right? Um, yeah, we our our donor is is a it's a full body donor. Um, do, we, honestly though, do do you have a name for the donor? Like, come on, there's all these people standing around dead body. Let's lighten it up. Get his name is Ted, right? I already said it's a her, but that's no. right. The, uh, well, no, we, by the way, listen to our let's guests. not let's not assume that 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 he or she is is binary. That's true. Um, no, <laughs> we we honestly uh, haven't. But yeah, actually, I mean, as far as the you know whole body versus not, we have prosections, and yeah, there are jars of brains, like a shelf of jars of brains. Oh, there. I've got jars of brains. I could. Sh- um, <laughs> I. Uh, just had a lab exam on Monday. And so, you know, we had like, uh, just, uh, shoulder girdle and everything. And it, it just all dissected of the skin and most muscles removed and stuff. And, um, yeah, there's, and does that still get you? Like when you walk in and see that, is that like, Ooh, okay. 
uh, adjust, 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 and then I'm okay? Or are you just like numb to it at this point? No, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not numb like like I could cut somebody open and not feel anything. Oh. But um, I like how you make that very specific. He had to be like super specific right now. Like, no, no, I, I still feel things. I still feel feelings. <laughs> yeah, I, I still got <laughs> a psycho. I care about human beings. Um, oh, no. Yeah, but no, you, you get used to it. What I don't like, I don't like the smell of formaldehyde. Ooh, yeah, it's not going to uh, be great. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Just uh, Okay, so, so then then let me veer off because yeah. you, you're you talking about anatomy, like you, you said gross anatomy, and I think that's like the technical term of the class. You're not just saying ew, it's gross. You mean oh, yeah, gross yeah. as in no, as in general. It's it's called gross. Yeah. Right. Now, when you said that, let's say you want you're going to move into studying like hysterectomy or hysteronomy, whatever you call it, embryon, embryonomy. Well, that's a different one. But like, for example, like, are you when you say you're going to study the hysterectomy or hyster whatever? Does that excuse me? Does that mean that you're going to be literally like? taking out a uterus it histology so the study histology of, study of tissues so then tissues. i'm an idiot you're completely okay, so wrong but, <laughs> just, just completely the, the, of course the study of human tissue does that is that also a dissection class what i'm asking you is are all these classes that you're taking like a dissection like you're literally holding in your hand um the thing that you're studying no um now okay. in embryology Apparently, of course, now there are like, you know, ethical implications. You can't really do it anymore. But mm -hmm. uh, from back in like the 50s, when they, you know, had stillborns like, you know, and, and uh, premature births put into jars of formaldehyde and stuff, they, they can be kept and they have been at our schools. So I will be seeing them at some point. Um, from the 50s? Yeah. Yes. Well, if they've been embalmed in those chemicals for that long, yeah, that's pretty and wild. That's crazy. That's yeah. wild. And apparently they're, I mean, they're still very much preserved. I mean, I, I think I even, um, one of our TAs was even saying that when they brought them in, I think the professor like kind of jokingly told them to try to take the lid off the jar because it was, they couldn't. Um, There's just no way. Yeah. So wow. they're very well, very well preserved. Did but, he tap um, it on the table first? He actually was he was Thanks. trying so hard that he dropped it. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, Got it. That's wild to me. That's, that's wild. Fucking so crazy, Joe. Can, oh, can I ask you, can I ask you this question? Is like all you're you're looking from from what I'm ascertaining based on what you're saying, you're looking to in one way or another provide education um, to other people or other medical professionals or whatever it is. But you want to go what seems to be an educational route, maybe not maybe not like formal educator, but at least someone that provides some type of medical education to on a consulting um, level or something. Sure. Like that. Yeah. So so as a as someone who is a future medical professional, do you believe that the state of Texas is barbaric? <laughs> wow, what a turn. Um, and you yeah. know what I mean. I mean, yeah. Barbaric. I, yeah. I believe a lot of Americans are barbaric, to be honest. Yeah. 
Uh, well, yes, but I mean, specifically on the, the, the women's rights and, you know, you're talking about, you're going to study embryos, right? Is that what you were say, say, saying? And they have this, uh, if we're taking it to a medical portion, not really, let's put feelings aside. They say that at six weeks, there's a heartbeat. But from what I've read in medical journals, that that is just electrical pulses. It's not even really a heart. It's just electrical pulses. So to me, that doesn't indicate life. The embryo is the size of a grain of rice from what I've seen also. So yes. So you're the one who's going to know. You're not going to know more than us. I mean, you're not a doctor. I understand that. But I mean, like, you know, this whole abortion thing being blown way out of proportion. Am I am I wrong? Am I crazy? The house of learned doctors. You're not <laughs> a doctor. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I well, no, it's just I I don't really I, I'm not educated enough to speak on that from that perspective. Um, right, I'm right, right, right. Three weeks in, but. It, um, what no, I Joe, the Haitians. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's. I th- I think it's absurd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> look, this this show is obviously about politics and social yeah. issues, um, yes. and sometimes pop culture, etc. Um, it's what's happening in Texas. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw a little a cute little meme today that said, I'm pretty sure immigrant children have a heartbeat, too. Oh, yeah, they're so fucking concerned about a six week old pregnancy, but they don't give a fuck about all these people that are trying to find refuge for whatever reason in our country. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Did you see that post I did where I sent out a link to uh, Texas Adoption Agency. And I was just no. like, if if you're going to be pro-life, then here's the paperwork. Yeah. Like, well, start filling it out. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like these people are so selective with when sci- science is supposedly plausible and when it's not, right? Okay, this right. is what I'm trying to get to. Continue, yeah. Joe. Well, I mean, so like, they'll take their little Facebook science that they have or, or YouTube or something. When somebody at least just as dumb as them is just, it's literally like a picture with something somebody typed over it. It's yeah. not science, but that's their research. Yeah. And it, you know, like you said, like, Oh, uh, an embryo ha- technically has a heartbeat at, at whatever the time period is. Yeah. But so let's say whatever science that they're entertaining to be uh, that they accept as science, let's say it's true, but then they completely deny and reject anything having to do with research that's conducted by real scientists and a whole fucking community of them. And they deny all that as it relates to COVID and COVID-19 and the vaccine and everything. And it's, it's, just like, it's, it's frustrating that they you so just pick and choose. Just like yeah i'm sorry it's, i wish i had something smarter to say it's just no like, no i think though you hit the nail on the head it's it's select selective science is mm-hmm. i'm going to pick the science that that fits my narrative 
and right, the message exactly. that I'm trying to get across, whether it's pseudoscience or real science. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, and then, you know, I do research. I do research. I don't actually say that anymore. I stop saying that I do research. I say it that just I just doesn't come off as smart at all. I re- it right makes now. you sound even worse. Which yeah, is, yeah. I, yes, I read peer reviewed articles and I take those in based upon the college that they're from and, and stuff like that. And that's what I will read. And I will take that in. Uh, I, someone did a great meme that said, you didn't do research. Where is your lab? Where is your control? <laughs> Where are your variables? You haven't done any research. You have taken in content. That is all you have done. You (laughs) couldn't find the reference section in your uh, library. I also saw, I mean, and also just to point out if there are any ignorant hillbilly ass uh, people listening who want to uh, want some fodder. uh, Here we are criticizing people for going to memes and we're talking about the ones we like, but but they make us laugh anyway. True. Yeah, exactly. I just saw one that was like, you've probably seen a similar one at least. That but they're not the basis for our opinion. Exactly. We're not. Yeah, we're not basing. You know? Yeah, we're not. That's just, my research. I saw a thing online that said this and this and this. The whole chart was printed out right in front of you. How are you going to argue with them numbers? Because you fucking idiot. You can make a chart out of anything. It doesn't make it real. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, but th- this meme said uh, like X amount of years to get a degree, three more to get a PhD, find a lab, you know, form a hypothesis, blah, 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 goes yeah. through the whole thing. And then it's like guy on the internet bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's always a guy with sunglasses holding a fish. It's like, and it's his Facebook photo. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in vaccines. Look at this bass. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. Those, that is so on the money. Those those are the people. The um the sheeple. I don't believe in vaccines. You're not going to tell me what to do. They're taking away our rights. Yeah. Uh, the Nazis did the same thing. You know, the Nazis had pieces of flair that they made. <laughs> those are the same people that start a conversation with. Or preface something they're gonna say with, "No, I'm not racist," but exactly, yeah. and then something racist then is definitely racist. Yeah, those, that's yeah. the type of person who um, does their own research, you know. Uh, yeah, and right. it, uh, so I've been telling people though, and and I think listeners like the same thing. Okay, is just and Dan, you said it last week. Yeah. Just have a conversation with your PCP. And I don't mean angel dust. I mean, your primary care physician, just have the conversation with your physician and what the physician suggests that you do, not the internet, not the FDA, no one else talk to your doctor because Mm -hmm. your doctor will most likely tell you to be vaccinated. There are, I do know a woman with a blood disorder who actually cannot be vaccinated, but she is like one in a trillion, you know what yeah. I mean? So, te- you know, check with your doctor when we come okay, back. Okay, if hold on, before we go to break, and we do need oh to go to God. Break, what to piggyback on what you were saying, to piggyback on what I was saying. If you don't trust your doctor, get a new doctor or go to CVS, buy as much shit as you can, because you are now your own doctor. It is 2021. If you can't trust your own doctor, you're shit out of luck. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
All right. Let's go to break. We got we got, you know, more stuff to talk about. And, you know, it's cold down here. So so many things to talk about. We'll be right back. Get off the shit. We got a read here for Ridley's Gaming Realm. This is a great place to buy, sell, trade or discuss video games. This is a secured Facebook group with 1500 members and climbing. Now, the big thing is, is that with a lot of these buy, sell, trade video game groups on Facebook, there's a lot of scams, a lot of people that'll take their money and, and, and never send you the product. Well, they are proud to say that they have zero reported scams ever in this group. So be sure to check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. Whether you're looking to grow your collection or get uh, that new game that's been tough to find, make sure that you check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. You go to Facebook.com and search for Ridley's Gaming Realm. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. And uh, the smooth sounds of critical mass. Yeah, so smooth, so smooth. So uh, as we all recall, I don't know if you remember or not, Joe is here with us today. And um, we were just talking about dead bodies. And, and speaking of dead bodies, Norm McDonald died. Oh and God. I feel like he would have enjoyed hearing that joke because um, it was just not very funny. And what I loved Something I will always miss about Norm is that he will take a joke that it just is not funny, but his delivery, mm. the way he said these things were he 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 incredible. gives you the punchline and then he stares at you until and, and dares you to not <laughs> laugh at. <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> um, it's something unreal and just remarkable because you don't see it in any other comedian at least not like that it and was, the moth it was joke crazy the moth joke okay i have to look that one up because i don't remember it i will I know i'll give it a on condensed... conan which i believe he actually stole admittedly stole well like, tried, yes yeah, but his from, delivery uh, colin what's his name oh the other snl yeah the other weekend update guy colin the guy who wasn't very funny really yeah colin... I know. Anyway, the he, joke is amazing because he sets it up that he gets his material from everywhere. Yeah. And then when Conan, it was on Conan, I remember. And when yeah. Conan asked him, what do you mean? Like just out of life? He goes, no, like I asked my driver on the way here and, and he gave me a joke. And so, you know, you get to hear me say it. And that's what's important. And so you know, the story Conan, behind it, though, <laughs> He was on the first segment, had a whole plan thing that he was talking about with Conan on the first segment. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to stay for a second segment. But Conan is very greedy when it comes to Norm. He loved Norm so much. He was, was hands down his favorite guest. Sure. And so he said to the producers, no, I want him to stay. And so Norm looked to him and he was like, 
well, I got, I mean, I got one thing, but it's only like 20 seconds. Do you want me to stay for 20 seconds or is it a whole seven minute, eight minute thing? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, it's going to be an eight minute segment again. So he had nothing prepared. So he knew that, uh, uh, Colin, whatever his name is, had told this joke, but what he did is he, he expanded it and filled it with stuff on the fly and made it his own. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the whole, what's amazing is, and Joe, have you heard the moth joke? No. I so in, in essence, uh, a moth goes to a doctor's office and, uh, and says, you know, to the medical doctor, I got all these problems and like, I don't have a relationship with my son anymore and I'm really sad and I, I can't stand the person I'm looking at in the mirror and like I think about suicide constantly and and this is a moth, remember, and, and Norm just continues to go on this really dark psychological path of what the moth is saying to the doctor. So if the doctor says, I'm really sorry that you're going through all of that, but I don't think you need a medical doctor. I think you need a psychiatrist. Why did you come here? And the moth said, because the light was on. <laughs> and yeah. so you had this yeah. five minutes of preamble that was to the point of not even making any sense anymore. Yeah. And you're almost bored listening to the joke. Yeah. And then he delivers that punchline. And if you get a chance, if you're listening, even me telling you does no justice to the delivery of norm. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and by the way, I want everybody here who thinks that they're a norm fan I challenge you to listen to his uh, podcast. Came out a handful of years ago. He did several seasons. It was absolutely amazing. It was hilarious. The writing was incredible. Um, I'd never heard anything like it, and it's actually quite inspirational. Um, I took a few things from that show and tried to add it to our own. Um, And and then, of course, he had a Netflix show, which is... yes basically the same thing as what his podcast was but not quite the same i knew um, about the podcast and i've listened to it before but I, until recently i didn't notice that he had a netflix show norm mcdonald has a show is yeah. just what it's called and you know it's it he's so so funny and then of course the norm mcdonald show in the 90s he struggled with i think the, the cancer all the way back then i think that had to do with his weight gain uh, which he made jokes about, you know, he'd say, go to the doctor and his doctor said, okay, open your mouth and say, oink. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fucking norm, dude. Um, I admittedly uh, had never really watched his, um, any of his stand-up specials. He's not really a comedian that um, within that class, like that, mm-hmm. that group, that I followed very closely. I've always thought he was like funny when I was a kid. I didn't get it. Of course, like back in the nineties and it, you know, I was like around the time when like happy Gilmore was coming out and stuff. Like I didn't get his humor at all, right. but as I got older, I definitely appreciated him a lot. Yeah. Um, I still didn't really follow all of his work very closely, but when Hitler's dog gossip and trickery came out, I watched that. And it was like, I think like, maybe February, um, right before like quarantine and all that. And during that time, I I specifically made myself watch 
uh, like a stand up special because I was just, I really needed to laugh. Like I was yep. you know, not in a good place at all. And I was like, you know, I, I just, I'm not in the mood for anything else. Like I, I need to laugh and feel good. And I watched that and it was seriously one of the hardest laughs I've had consistently watching a stand-up special. I, I was laughing so hard. It was painful. And to the point where like, I was starting to annoy myself because I was laughing so hard and like, I wow. wanted to stop because I was like missing the next joke and stuff. Like if you're the guy in the next room, like, come on, dude, it's not that. Yeah. Funny. I was, I was glad I was watching it by myself. Cause wow. I was like, oh my God. Now is- the name of the special is again, uh, Hitler's dog gossip and trickery, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah like the Hitler's dog joke is hilarious because, <laughs> because he's he's talking about again how he like opens up and it sounds like really inappropriate and stuff like no one can laugh at this this is stupid but yeah. just the way he explains things right is completely unique unlike anybody else and he he explains how like <laughs> how you know hitler obviously is like one of the worst people in history but like his dog like you you know he would he would be at a meeting or whatever like doing all this terrible stuff and he would come back and his dog is like like yeah you know who's really great hitler <laughs> and so, yeah, it feels all right feels feels really all right but but hitler yeah. i really like because that's <laughs> his master <laughs> i don't know of course like oh i'm God. doing it no justice it was at this point a long time ago since i saw it but yeah. um just you a can, truly unique you can picture person. him making that joke though, but yeah and it's so funny and it's also like true like you, you you know when you know dogs it's like it's true dude he had dogs and i fucking loved him right <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't know unconditional love yeah man. yeah and <laughs> that's like with all of their little heart it's just so funny to think about uh man. did you we, guys see the just watch the special i'm not gonna butcher any more of his jokes because it's so funny yeah. i tried oh, showing it to one of my friends and it kind of just wasn't happening so i i just ended up turning it off but <laughs> you um... you gotta have a specific sense of humor i remember if you watched bob saget's roast and you saw norm's portion of that that was so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that that's where the comedy came from now bob saget being a close friend of his was on his little throne laughing hysterically and maybe there were like two other comedians as part of the panel that were also laughing just as hard but all the other celebrities weren't really laughing. They were just yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, There's a story he, behind that, too. I don't know if you've heard the, the real story behind that. No, please, Dan Regalis. So he, in the in the green room, before they started, the producers came to him and said, okay, now we, like, really want to make this a big night. So, like, really go after Bob, okay? Like, go hard. And Norm was very, like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to do what I want. You don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Like... I'm fucking Norm Macdonald. You don't just tell me to go like fuck off. So out of spite, he intentionally bombed by using dad jokes. Yeah. Corny, lame ass. Like he could have obviously ripped into the panel and Bob Saget, but he just went for the dumb, like, you know, when's the only time this guy's open mind or that he goes, once this guy's got a lot of stuff on his head, including a hat. Like intentionally dumb yeah. shit. 
<laughs> on national television. Yes. Because he didn't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. And it was, and, it was and Bob knew it. Bob Saget knew it. He was watching him going, this motherfucker's doing this on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, he he just, he's like, I'm, tr- I'm saying he's got an ugly face. Yeah. Like, that's how yeah. he like ended a joke, like about Bob Saget. Or I'm saying Gilbert, he looks uh, like cauliflower. He's an Gilbert, ugly man. Gilbert Godfrey, the, the, the sign on the restroom says, gentlemen, pay no heed, going anyways. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, that's right. And I'm just like, oh my God, this guy's yeah. insane. Yeah. Norm MacDonald became the type of comedian where I would laugh at anything and everything he says because he said it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thing about like that, that moth joke that he did, like he could say anything and I'm going to laugh really hard at it because yeah. it, it just has delivery and it's him. So it's funny. Yeah. And it, the joke, he would just, it was so long. I remember like watching it and being like, where is this going? And I'm almost bored. And then you're not well, even speaking of bored. This podcast is killing me. Is it really, Dan? He, he um, kind of has a similar one uh, on Hitler's dog where he's talking about like that whole like asphyxiation masturbation thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Rocco knows all about it. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, well, one thing that happens when you die is you're discovered. <laughs> and so he like, he goes on and on about that. And like how, like, if your son discovers you like that, your dead body, like, you know, he goes on about this great memory of like Disneyland and all this stuff. And he's like, basically saying like how, yeah, that's, that's not going to be how he fucking what he thinks about ever again. Right, oh my God. right. He's classic, dude. I just, uh, he will be a bummer to see him go, but you know, at least there's tons of stuff we can watch him in. Um, yes. Let's completely shift. Let's yes. shift gears here. Um, my 14 year old wants a job. Bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, she's can't really you know, finish her chores in a timely manner, but apparently she wants to get paid to do a shitty job elsewhere, I guess. So <laughs> it made me think of, of uh, what it's like to have your first job. And I, I want to know how old were you guys when you got your first job and what was it? Well, that I guess I'll go first, but I want to clarify, are we mm-hmm. talking about, you're real getting a paycheck job or like first under the table. Um, like, cause I did. What do well, you, I guess with you, we can hear both. Cause even if it's under the table, it's still a job. Well, when I was really young, I, I worked for my dad in his deli and he would pay me cash. And I did actually work. I, I took customer orders. I made uh-huh. subs. And I was in high school. Uh, no, I was in middle school. And uh, and he he paid me in middle school uh, for a day's work. It wasn't a lot, but I was right. paid for it. As for like my real like paycheck, paycheck mm-hmm. job, uh, definitely the why. Um, mm. And it was summer camp. Actually, I was a CIT, um, but I was right. It was. I was the oldest CIT, I guess. Counselor in training for those who may not know the lingo. 
Yes. And uh, a counselor in training, for those who may not know, is also basically a teen who's too old to be in the program anymore, but who would also like a little bit of volunteer experience. Yes. But that's not paid. CITs aren't paid. No. So long story short, remember, you remember those last two weeks of summer camp where everyone's off to college and like there's just no staff left? Yeah. They were desperate enough to hire me um, at, from a CIT to a counselor. That was the year of the tie dye. For those of you listening that remember that, that was a wild, wild year. A wild um, stuff. It was, oh, it was no holds barred, fun um, craziness. But anyway, I digress. So that so was my first job. That, okay. Do you remember what year that was? Maybe... 2002 2002 2003 i would yeah. say around that time definitely that time frame um so we're I coming was, up on 20 years ago yeah just about wow. would be my first that would be my first job i made nine and change an hour um or no it was eight it was eight and change an hour um, I remember that. And then I was so excited. I remember and they gave me my, my staff shirt and God, that was, rock. I was so pumped. It was so, it was very exciting. Yeah. You immediately began hitting the children at which we understood. Yeah. We, uh, we, it's a learning curve. So. It is. It really is. But yeah, I, I loved it and I, I miss it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, I'm a little confused with you. The why could have been your first job, was it? If you loved it and missed it, then that wasn't a job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got all wholesome for a minute. Uh, yeah, uh, feels so weird. <laughs> um, my first job, technically, and it kind of, I, I did have like working papers for it, but it was very short lived. It was uh, at my friend's farm down the street. And we just like, you know, we did stuff in the field and cleaned the barn and stuff like that. But yeah. Not with a bunch of illegals. Yeah. Uh, Didn't hang out with them a whole lot. Um, We still had some dignity. Yeah, Um, sure, sure. I mean, we may have been kids, but we were white. (laughs) Yeah, no. So that only lasted a few days. Um, and then I guess, uh, grave digging. Wow. Yeah. Cause how old were you when you started doing digging graves? <clears throat> uh, my earliest memories of helping, I was like 13, but wow. my uncle like broke both of his wrists and that was ultimately the end of his grave digging. And he was officially done, um, he always says 2006 and I know, around 2004 is when I started helping a little bit more. And then, yeah, by 2006, I was definitely officially filling in for him. And then I think maybe it was 2007 when around then 06 or 07, when they, you know, put me on the books and gave me direct deposit and stuff. Real talk though, if you were to come back home during the holiday season, um, would you be helping out? Uh, you know, I initially would have said like a fast and hard no to that, but <laughs> now that I've been talking to my dad and uh, apparently 
he and my uncle have kind of been sort of helping out a little bit with that. Um, actually, sorry, this is going to take a little explanation. And my, my uncle's uh, son-in-law, my cousin's husband, has right. been doing it, but um, it's not really, you know, he's, he's got, you know, he's, he's the average dude. He's, he's got kids. He's, he's not got, as good as you. Is what you're he's, saying. he's got the dad bod, you know, you, you can't yeah. just dive into that, especially in late August. Oh, dude. Can you imagine how sore he is? Oh God. Uh, but I, you know, he's, he's really, from what I hear, he's really determined to like get in, you know, get in shape and get better at it. But okay. yeah, he's, he's having a rough time so far, but yeah, initially um, they had, I mean, these, I don't want to uh, say too many bad things here, but so they they don't always um, try to solve problems the smartest way. They try to do it like the cheapest or most convenient way. So your dad and your cousins. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, the um, the people who run the cemetery, the caretaker. Got you. Right, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So you know that's, like that's classic business strategy though yeah uh they're just america hard, though. Yeah. but um so when i left they had this guy who he's just kind of a neighbor really in the area a, a, like a friend of theirs he does like the snow removal in the winter yeah. and they had him come down with his backhoe and do several graves and i saw a video of it and it was and I'm not just saying this because I'm, I've heard stories about backhoes, like all pretty much all graves dug with backhoe. Most of them are pretty terrible. Like yeah. they're not even the sides go in. They're like sinkholes. You know, they're terrible. They cave in like horribly, like five yards. On wow. each, like, yeah, they're awful. But this was on another level. This was like appalling. Like the whole spanned like, three plots and headstones were crooked and there was just dirt everywhere, like covering other people's headstones. It it was really like bad. So it was my first time. (laughs) Yeah. So obviously awful job. It didn't last long. I think he did maybe somewhere between three to five, probably not five. I think maybe he did like three or four graves and then, you know, in a panic, they, uh, asked my dad and uncle like like what can we do here but um all right so it, it reminded me of the time that uh, Yashua and i showed up to your gravesite. um i think it was a summer night actually and was joe dead you went to his gravesite, <clears throat> the site that joe was digging at there and, you go um, okay. we got out some lawn chairs and we had a little casio and we were just playing creepy music as joe at nighttime by oil lantern dug a grave he also let us dig a row, what he calls a row. That's a shovel length deep um, from front to back. Yep. And um, let me tell you, it's fucking so hard. Yeah, no, I I'm was... waiting for the that's what she said. Oh, uh, I missed it. I missed it because I was thinking about something else that made you laugh. But um, you know, I'll go ahead. That's and do... what she said. There we go. That's for you. Joe. Unreal, dude. Like. So let's say you're back here. It's winter. It's Christmas, whatever. They need some help. You're out there digging. We should do, we should, we should go out there and just record some of this. 
Yeah, I'll bring the I'll bring the oh, recorder. I'll br- bring the the recorder thing, and we can do it that. Is, That's it is unreal, idea. Joe. What hat? What's the? I know that. You, no, wait. We asked you this before, and you fucking made up a story. Remember? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, as you're about digging, your dog, you're, and you had me hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I remember that story clearly. <laughs> yeah, so, I was very was angry. So I honestly made that up as I was telling it. That's great. Um, but really, as you're digging a grave, what's like the weirdest thing that you found as you're digging? Um, you know, never hit another casket or, or whatever they're called. Actually, uh, a girl I went to school with asked me the same question, uh, via social media because I had posted something, uh, related to the cemetery. Yeah. And, uh, so she asked me like, you know, about like, wow, have you seen anything creepy or had any creepy experiences? And the best thing, uh, the best story I had for her and it's, it's not creepy. I, I'll start off by saying I've never had like any paranormal experience. And yeah. I, like you were saying, digging at night and stuff, I've dug countless graves overnight with lanterns mm-hmm. in the middle of winter, right around Halloween. I've, I believe I have dug on Halloween. I've dug on Christmas Eve. And for years, I, I'll, you know, dig at night by myself if I have to. Of course, I don't want yeah. to, but never had any paranormal experiences or anything really spooky happen, but I digging foundations um, for headstones um, because you don't just set a big headstone in the grass. It would sink all over the place and fall over. So you dig and pour a concrete foundation for them. And um, we were hired to do some at Mount Hope and they were replacements. They're like those white tablets that stick out of the ground and yeah. a lot of them are broken and stuff. So they were going to repair those and I was digging a foundation for one. And in the area, um, it, it was like a big mound. So I'm digging pretty deep. I always, you know, I try to do a really good job. I'm down there like up to my chest in this awkward little space. So, so the hole for the foundation, the hole that for the foundation that you're building just for the headstone. Yes. Is how deep, Joe? Um, we go at least 36 inches deep, but if it's like loose sand and stuff, I definitely Rock, go. you're missing all of that's what you're, you're 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 fired. Uh, 36 inches. Okay. It sounds like you're it sounds like you're even <laughs> deeper though, Joe. Um, yeah, if it's like like if I'm digging through rocks and clay and stuff, um, then you know 36 is kind of the minimum but if it's loose i go deeper just to make sure okay if it's loose i go deeper okay, now you're now you're milking it okay so that's fucking crazy so you're at mount hope go ahead <laughs> anyways yeah so uh so i'm digging this foundation and um like it gets physically awkward because you are in a very tight space. Uh, these foundations are not big in size, like a grave. Mm-hmm. So you're in tight quarters and I'm awkwardly kind of chopping at the side to make sure it's straight. And I chopped through something and I look down and I'm thinking like, Oh, is this an old drain t- uh, drain tile? Cause like I've, I've run into those before and you know, I was down there and I look for a couple of seconds and I definitely chopped through the skull of whoever was buried there. 
Oh. Are you lying Whoa. to me? Is that a fucking no, story? No, no. Is this, this, another... this one is true. This one is true. So like, oh my I, God, I'm standing there looking at it, trying to mentally Photoshop it into like drainage tile. And I've, like I said, I've run into those <laughs> and I'm looking around too. And I'm like, basically in a spot where, you know, I'm thinking about it for a second, like, okay, it doesn't look like one. It's not the color of one. And it makes no sense to have drainage tile in this exact spot. And this is exactly where a skull might be. And yeah. so I just cover it up with dirt, put it back. And I was like, I was more than deep enough that that, that one. Was <laughs> and that's <laughs> and when you started getting the visions. Yeah. Well, as far as like curses and stuff like that, um, I got the worst <laughs> case of poison ivy of my life from digging in that particular spot. Because that wasn't poison it. ivy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a plague. Yeah, it was terrible. A plague on both your houses. Yeah. Um. After hearing that, I really Actually, don't uh, care about yeah. what Dan's first job was. Like, I, I don't even think I really care. But I think. Well, that's gonna... a bit of trivia. Do you uh, know it? Dairy Queen <clears throat> was your first job. Joe, do you know my first job? I probably should. Um, I don't listen to you very Oh, close. you were a prostitute. Yes, that's what it was. No, I worked at Staples. That's right, Staples. Yeah. Oh, I do remember you telling me that, actually. Yeah. Howard Staple. Fun times. But those stories do not remotely compare to chopping through a skull. So well, we'll just leave it at that. That wasn't when I was 12. That was much more recently. But <laughs> Did you have to wear the red shirt? Yeah, dude, red shirt, black, like khaki style pants. It was unreal. Everything tucked in. I was a merchandising associate. Merchandising associate. Yeah. What a what a title. What a title. Uh, let's go to break. Then we'll come back with our fuck yous because you know we some of us have to work tomorrow. You do? Oh. All right. Well, um, we'll we'll be right back. Serenity now. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for The Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama, As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is, Perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Hold on. Let's start again. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Thank wow, you. Just perfection. Thank you. Uh, well, one take. Uh, once in a while, I like to do things correctly. It's not often, but I do my talk. best. No lessons. 
of course, of course. Um, so yeah. everybody's favorite part of the show, fuck you, where we just lament and lament until your your ears bleed. Um, yeah, I, I guess I got one. Um, okay, you're just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna cut you off just because I'll forget about it. It's, okay. <laughs> sure. Ever, like you ever just meet someone like for the first time, and they right off the bat are just like, "Yeah, what's up with this defund the police shit?" God, I just met you. Were like, they... fuck you, dude. You mean we don't got to go down that road? You mean that specific topic, or like they bring up like a hot political topic? Yeah, just away. a hot political topic in general. You're yeah. Sorry, like, really? Yeah. Like, what do you pick? Like, I gotta pick a side with you now? God but damn! You noticed also, and I'm sorry not to cut you off, but those yeah. type of people are usually on the obviously wrong ignorance <laughs> yes but, but well that shows their mental maturity as well right. that they would bring something like that up right away you know <laughs> they're obviously have no social couth um but yeah just fuck you to those kind of people i was you well know, at least hey, uh, i know this guy i i know you because because you're related to this person i know oh really interesting hey what do you think about this defund the police shit oh uh okay i gotta go Dude, Dude, yeah, that's the type of person like, you know, I walk around in a Buffalo Bills hat and somebody be like, yeah, go Bills. Can't stand that kneeling bullshit, though. You know, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, right, yeah, good oh, for you. I hope we never talk again. That's yeah. right, sir. Yes, I can't. I can't stand that. Like, oh, what do you make of this Black Lives Matter terrorist organization? Just like. Dude, and uh, I don't know. What does Fox News tell you? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. But yeah, Dan, fuck you to those people. So Absolutely. For letting me cut you off there, but I had to get it off my chest. No, no, it's it's OK. It's OK. <laughs> um, My fuck you is to people who I, I don't understand what their expectations are. And I'll give you an example. So just this past weekend, um, myself, the Weef. And uh, our buddy Ale, that's been on our show before, um, mm -hmm. we all went to go see Dave Matthews at Saratoga. And uh, it was an incredible two night show. Wonderful show. So the second day we get to the state park and we're going to tailgate because the entire state park is literally just filled with tailgaters. Like mm -hmm. if you if you look from on high, all you see are the tops of pavilion tents that people put up. And yeah. just cornhole and beer pong and just everyone just getting drunk and just it was wild and everyone's so friendly to each other. I feel like that could be the setting of an It's Always Sunny episode where they just get lost at a Dave concert, like in the park. Yeah. They can't find yeah. each other. Yeah, because the right. park is yeah. so huge. I don't know if you've ever been there um, or the venue. I, I have not. No, the, ven no. the venue is my favorite venue ever. It's the best and most gorgeous concert venue and then the park itself outside of the venue where everyone does all the tailgating is beautiful and the police they leave you alone um which is pretty wild you know, we all know darian likes the best um that's a goddamn lie <laughs> so anyway we, we arrive to our area and it's the same area we've gotten every time we've gone and in the area to the far left is a pop-up a tent is a couple of them actually and these people are out there grilling they got a really awesome dog and they're just hanging out then you got like 25 yards we'll say no not even like we'll say 15 yards right and then there's just a single man in a lawn chair 
reading the today's paper. So we politely got out of the vehicle and said, excuse me, do you mind if we place our pop-up tent where you're sitting? And with the group that we have, we're like, you can sit under the pop-up tent with us in your chair. Like, you don't even have to move. We'll just kind of work around you. So he goes, well, I'm waiting for this woman, a friend of mine. And, well, that'll be plenty of room for her to put a tent. And honestly, the space was probably, you could have probably pivot four fucking pop-up tents. In between mm-hmm. the other people to the far left and us, there was all this room in between. I'm no, no joke. There could have been four 10 by 10 pop-up tents that you could have put up in that area, right? Mm-hmm. So we're standing there. We're kind of like really curious to who he's waiting for because they haven't like been there in a while. And we're even chatting with him. We're having a good time. We're, we're getting we're drinking. We're having a great time. And this vehicle pulls up and like she signals him to come to the vehicle and he walks over and he, you can hear him arguing with her. What do you mean? There's not enough room. How much room do you need? Well, where else do you expect that we're going to go? You like you, a jumbo fucking jet in there. <laughs> it's too. It's it's you know mid afternoon. All the places are taken, right? Yeah. Like everything's taken, and so she drives away. He comes back huffing and puffing. I don't know what the fuck she expects. There's plenty of room for a tent here. I yeah. can't fucking believe this. So people, what what is like? What is the deal with some of your expectations? Like, did you expect an entire field to yourself? What there are 35,000 people at this show. 35,000 people. Yeah. During a pandemic, no less. Uh, he had to show proof of vaccination to attend. Right, but still, I mean, y- you can spread it with a vaccine, but still, I mean, like, there's a there's a global pandemic that you know you should still be aware of sure and and you find a space that could be quasi suitable uh, you know and and it's just still not good enough like seriously we even offered we even offered to move we were like just can you tell her we'll move like tell her we'll move the 10 over she is uh, didn't want to be anywhere near us and i mean can you blame her that's that's fair that's fair so fuck you lady yeah lady god Joe, what about you? Um, I probably should be able to think of a better one, but um, this has been kind of annoying me since I moved here a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, fuck you to the NFL and maybe, you know, the Fox Network. Um, why is it so goddamn hard to stream games? It's like... I was just telling my friends the other night, it's like they don't want people to watch like Thursday night football. Mm. It's It was the fucking Giants and the Washington football team. Which no one already didn't want to watch. And right? who the fuck yeah. was that QB for each? Like, yeah, I, it's like you, you have to beg people to want to watch that. And I couldn't stream it because it was on Fox, I believe. Well, I know that. Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Thursday NFL football. Network. Right. NFL Network. But the Bills game was on fox this past sunday Mm -hmm. and i couldn't i wasn't able to stream it anywhere i had to study for an exam anyway so i didn't end up really putting too much effort into it but their next game on sunday is also fox network and it's like okay we know you're dicks but like 
come on, man, I moved. <laughs> I want to watch the Bills game. Now I have to drive like 20 minutes away to like go hang out at a Bills backer bar or something like that. And I, yeah, that's dumb. So the the Fox app doesn't allow you to do that? Nope, it's locked. Have you tried Pluto? Um, No. Pluto is literally just live television. Well, I basically, so when I've looked it up, I, I run into things, of course, that end up charging money because like there's, sure. there's like Fubo TV or whatever. Yeah, Fubo like is, is, a, is a paid subscription. Yeah, yeah. And of course, ESPN, everything you want to stream is on ESPN Plus. Right. But even they like I, I can stream the Monday night games, no problem for with ESPN and like CBS, um, I think. And Wait, does ESPN Plus the 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 streaming app have the Monday night game? Um, I don't know. I I actually I just have the regular ESPN uh, channel on my Roku. And, oh, okay. And I can watch it on there. Plus, I can watch it on Spectrum. Like, I if have you no have problem. the Roku, download Pluto, Joe. I'm I'm gonna give that a shot. But uh, it's um, it's 100 free, and with- it's the only problem is that if you're trying to watch a Bills game. It's going to have a selection for Fox, but it may be a different market. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe they're playing a different NFL game that's on Fox, but in a different part of the country. So yeah, it might it's, it's still worth a shot. It's a free app. It's a free program. So yeah. Pluto TV, dude. Go for it. All right. Well, Joe, thank you for your fuck you. Yeah. Um, honestly, just make football easier to watch, you bastards. Like I am being able yeah, to put out all this goddamn kneeling. It, exactly. And then I'll, I mean, I, if I it's, could stream the game, to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I stand for my national anthem. I love Thanks, the T-shirt. I, I I stand for the flag and kneel for Jesus. And it's yeah. like, what are you doing to Jesus? Anyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, thank thank you again so much for being here today. Yeah, uh, I would love to go more than one for the year. More than what? Sorry, Joe. You want to join us for what? I said I'd love to join you more than every year and a half. Yeah, well, the restraining order. Yeah, but I'm in Ohio now. That's true. That is true. So you, yeah. and that's why you did move states, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you doing the moving. Um, yeah. but no, good luck to you in your endeavors in slicing and dicing. Um, we got our very own Dexter over here. Uh, that's got, right. Got to um crack through some ribs today, just to let you know. Oh my God! I had ribs for lunch. Yeah. So, Jesus. <laughs> I haven't well, had a McRibbon forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love you. Notice the same people that say they don't Joe, trust. Please, what? please, during one of your dissections, just stand up and go, anybody hungry? <laughs> oh, no, we, we kind of we joke about that all the time because we're like, it doesn't phase us now. And wow. I, I actually um, sort of did that today without even trying. Um, on my way into the building, I passed a girl in my group and she was at Brugger's outside eating, you know, breakfast and having coffee. And so we're just dissecting. I was like, how was your breakfast? And at first she thought I was kidding, like trying to gross her out. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, honestly, I was just making conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We, we talk about like, you know, what we're going to eat, um, and being hungry and stuff and not in like a joking, sarcastic way. Like you get over it. 
but yeah, I'm still still not crazy about the smell of formaldehyde. Yeah, so, pleasant. That's understandable. I was I was just gonna say, you ever notice the same people that don't trust what's in vaccines will very easily eat a McRib. Oh, oh, yeah. And how about all the other shit that you consume, you know, I mean, supplements and everything like they're the people that that'll tell you like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I don't take medicine for this or that, you know, and blindly take supplements or whatever. And right. supplements aren't FDA approved. They're not. But I need that. I need yeah. that fish oil. Yeah. I need it. But yeah. And I, I'm not saying don't take vitamins or supplements or whatever. I'm. it's just it's just an odd thing to say when it's it's hypocritical is what it is and it's like i don't trust the fda yeah like incidentally um i know everybody at my doctor's office uh, as in like the healthcare professionals they all took the moderna vaccine right um not fda approved and that's the one i took yeah so that's because we're fucking stupid and we didn't do our research. We're sheep. Yeah, we're sheep. Listen, sheep. Well, when I got when I got the second one, I was the people that were about to give it to me. And I was like, hold it up to the light. I want to see if the chip is inside. <laughs> and they, yeah. they laughed. And I and afterwards, I thought about how sad that like they they probably do run into people like that, though. You know? But this is the one without the chip, right? And yeah. they're like being serious or without. <clears throat> yeah. So again, Joe, what incredible stories. Um, and I can't believe you're not being haunted by chopping through that person's skull. I would never sleep again. No, nah, I would never. Well, that's that's really what all this adds up to is uh, I, I didn't get any fun, scary experiences from digging graves. Nothing happened. So I'm moving in closer, man. Right. Right. I'm going to really test and see if if we have uh, ghosts. Right. Well, again, Joe, an unattractive and uninteresting person on the show. Thanks yes. for wasting our time. Appreciate um, that. You know, but, but we, we'd love to have you back soon enough. So just keep hanging in there, kid. Okay. Yeah. So, Dan, what keep do you on. think, man? It's another season. Another season in the toilet. What do you think? In, uh, this is the worst season ever. And I hated every one of our guests. It, it was basically one of those big, solid turds yeah. that was sticking out of the water a little bit. So That's am I the little piece of crap that you have to wiggle off? At the the yeah, the where the part, toilet paper though. stuck to your ass and you're doing that thing where you're like yeah. trying to clench to get it off. Um, yeah. But a, speaking okay. of I'm not these... winning a Peabody for this <laughs> No, not, not for any of them. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Ridley's Gaming Realm. Um, thank you to everyone at DFAT. You know who you are. We love you all. Go to DFAT Entertainment and listen to every podcast mm-hmm. or a hex upon your house. Yeah. And stay tuned for the DFAT Wars final because yours truly and the other guy on the show are in it. Yes. And stay tuned for a lot of the shit talking videos that will be dropped regarding DFAT Wars. Dan, another season and I love you. Love you too, buddy. Party on, Wayne. Bye, everyone. See you next season. They come from butts.